Hello, welcome to another episode of A 30-Minute Life, where I share my experience of my illness so that your experience of your chronic illness might be a little bit better. On May 5th, 2021, I wrote a post, Noise Intolerance, Four Strategies I Use to Manage My Reaction. The day after my car accident, I started to hear a constant noise in my ears, particularly my right ear. This is known as tinnitus. For me, the sound never stops, but it can change its intensity. When it does, I have an immediate reaction. Another symptom has also grown over the years, and this is an intolerance to sound, any sound. So I have to take some proactive steps to help me control my reaction. These are the strategies I use. 1. Explain. This is an unusual problem, and most people are totally unaware of how their brains manage to control sound. The brain has a way of filtering out all the noise you are not interested in. This is why people can have a conversation on the street with lots of people milling around and cars driving by. My brain doesn't do this anymore, so I have to explain to people I have this problem. This is particularly important at meetings, where people have a tendency to talk over each other or have whispered conversations. My ears hear all these noises at the same volume. It is a tsunami of sound and it becomes overwhelming. So before a meeting starts, or if there is an issue, I will explain my problem and what can be done to solve this. In COVID world, with online video meetings, this isn't such an issue, as the software doesn't allow this to happen. It makes life much easier for me. But when normality returns, I will have to start explaining again. 2. Control my environment. When I'm at home or in the car, I need it to be quiet. But a home has noises, radio, TV, vacuum cleaners, and appliances all make noise. This can be very difficult for me, so I have some spaces in the house which are silent zones. My cave or office is one such place. It is built into the ground, so it's very hard for noises from the road to enter. It is a haven. This is much harder to do out in the world. If I want to go shopping or even to travel, buses, airplanes and airports are so difficult. I cannot change the environment, so I have other tools to help. 3. Noise-cancelling headphones. These have been a lifesaver. I have two pairs some bigger headphones, the Sony WH-1000XM3 is the name, which are great for really noisy environments. They have the double whammy of sound suppression, active noise cancelling, and they cover my ear. I use them on airplanes, buses, and in places where I expect a lot of sound. They help. They are also great when seeing a movie in a cinema, as the sound is usually very loud. I just pop these on, engage noise cancelling, and I can enjoy the movie with a big box of popcorn and a fizzy drink. The second pair are the Apple AirPods Pro. These fit easily in my pocket, and if the sound starts to increase, I can take them out and they will immediately improve the situation. If I didn't have these, I would have much more pain and my mood would become explosive. All this noise triggers a beast in me, And as I know it can happen, I do my best to control my mood. 
4. Headphones connected to the TV. This is a follow-on from strategies 2 and 3. When the TV is on, the sound seems to bounce all over the room, creating a situation where the sound arrives to my ear from two or more different places, creating the effect of a crowded place. To handle this, I would always have the subtitles on, as I was not able to understand what the characters were saying on the TV, especially difficult if they don't speak clearly. To resolve this, I bought a Bluetooth transmitter with very low latency. This helps the sound to match the lips when they speak. And a matching pair of headphones. These have been a godsend, as I can now enjoy watching the TV again. One issue I have with these is if someone asks me a question during the program, I cannot hear them. So I need to remove the headphones and turn off the sound on the TV. This is more of an inconvenience than a problem. Looking back on this post, I still use all of these. And since the pandemic has started to quiet down a bit and the world is returning to normal, the sounds are becoming more and more and more. On the street, there are more cars driving, more trucks, more big vehicles, and each one of these comes with a sound. So when I'm sitting outside in the back garden, I have to have my headphones on all the time, not to listen to something, but to block out all the sounds that are in the world. It is particularly difficult for mechanical noises for me. So if somebody is streaming a lawn, a lawnmower, or a truck or a bus, these all make a certain type of sound which I find particularly difficult. So I wear my AirPods usually, or the bigger headphones if it's particularly noisy. In some ways, this is a pity because I lose the other sounds that are outside. So the sound of the wind blowing in the trees or birds singing. All of these seem to be okay for me, not quite as difficult. The other thing is I can't listen to music anymore. And this is a loss for me. It makes it, well, the world is nicer with music. And for a sound that is meant to be pleasant and enjoyable to cause you discomfort and pain is sometimes difficult. There was a time when I loved to hear music. Now it is more of a cross. I don't enjoy it anymore and it brings me into a place that I don't particularly like. So I don't listen to music at all pretty much. Occasionally I'm tempted and I play something, but I soon realize I can't do it. The other thing that I can't do because of my inability to process sounds is listen to audiobooks. One of the things that I've lost as a result of the pain that I have is the ability to read and enjoy a book. And I thought it would be a great thing to use an audiobook and listen to them. The local library allows you to rent them for free for a couple of weeks. And I just can't do that. And it is really strange for me because I was hoping in the evening before going to bed, instead of reading a book, I could listen to it. But I lose track. I can't remember what was said before. And I have to rewind and replay, rewind and replay. And this gets rid of all the joy out of reading or listening to a book. 
I haven't tried it in the mid-mornings because I'm doing other things, my patient advocacy work, which is slowing down at the moment because of my worsening MS. Sound can be good and bad for people. And for me, it is a huge challenge. Crowded places. And I know now that the world has woken up, I'm going to be encountering more of these times when I will have to explain why I can't handle so much noise. Why that sound in the background is a big sound for me and is small and almost negligible for the regular person. I cannot change this. So I have to adapt my life to suit the world that I live in. And this is a challenge for people with disabilities. It is continually like that. Whether you can't walk, hear, or even light can also be a difficulty for me and other people. We have to manage our reaction to the world and we have to adapt ourselves to the world. It takes more time, effort and cost to adapt and sometimes it's just easier to stay at home and not go out and have to prepare yourself for the onslaught of living in this world. Thank you for listening to A 30 Minute Life. If you have the time, could you please write a review or share this podcast with your friends? It helps more people hear about the experience of one person with MS. Goodbye.